Welcome to Books and Spirits. I'm Emma. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the podcast. Welcome. So we're going to do some introductions now. So Miss Emma, you can start. My name is Emma. Um, I'm currently 20 years old, although 21 for college. 21 for the purposes of our podcast. <laughs> 21 for the purposes of the podcast. Don't come after us. Um, I'm going to school to be a teacher and I have loved reading for as long as I can remember. And I've recently gotten back into it basically since COVID started. Thank you. Shout out Z Library for having my back. <laughs> rip. Um, yeah, rip Z Library. Um, my favorite tropes, definitely enemies to lovers, the darker the better for me. Okay. Um, uh, personally I love me a good reverse harem, which we'll get into later. But say. that's 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 a little tidbit about me, <laughs> Hannah. Um, I'm Hannah. Um, school. I am currently enrolled in pharmacy school, <laughs> and uh, I finals week right now, so kind of tweaked. But um, I like right. to read. <laughs> I was a big reader when I was a like, little kid, but like middle schoolish, I got into Wattpad, and oh then it yeah, just, I forgot about Wattpad. It just flourished from there. So that's how I started reading. Are you even a Gen Z reader if you didn't go through a Wattpad phase? You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Have you ever read a Harry Styles or MadCon fanfic? I wasn't a MadCon girl, but you know I had that I was One Direction. Mad, I was a MadCon girl. No, I was all about the One Direction <laughs> fanfic. It was disgusting. <laughs> but um, I have two cats. Uh, one of them's name is Earl. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend names him, not me. <laughs> but um, yes. Yeah, so Earl Grey T. Not as in just like creepy old dude Earl. Earl yeah. Grey T. But when I'm mad, I'm call, I call him Ernest. <laughs> it gives some spunk to it and he's not allowed in this room we're recording in my office mm-hmm. and he's not allowed in here because he just jumps over my bookcases even those litter boxes in here even though there's a litter box in here but i shut the door when i'm not home yeah so um let's jump in emma do you want to say mm-hmm. what we're going to be reviewing today yes we started a book club a couple weeks back but we're going to start off with our latest one that we've just read which is Happenstance by Tessa Bailey, which is a reverse harem. Now, well, here's my question first before we go. Okay. So, I remember Tessa Bailey posted a TikTok mm-hmm. about happenstance. Yeah. And she said something about, you know, reverse harem. Yeah. And people also tell them why choose. Yes. So, so, they're kind of interchangeable, but like from my understanding, reverse harem is like. A lot of the tropes that I've read is it's one girl who's in a relationship with multiple men, and oftentimes the men have, like, an unretractable bonds. Like, they went through a huge trauma as children, and they're, like, childhood best friends, okay. and they can't, they don't mind sharing a girl because they can't stand being apart. So, like, that type of thing. Whereas, like, why choose is more of a different, like, like, more of, like, this Tessa Bailey, where, okay. like, the men are strangers, and they both just, they all just love the woman so much that they don't mind sharing even though they're strangers so there's not like really a difference it is kind of interchangeable it's just like why choose is the more like g-rated version way to put it oh, <laughs> because okay. that sometimes, makes sense. sometimes people when they hear the words reverse harem they're like excuse me they're like what is this they think it's like they think it's like one woman with like 20 like sex slaves surrounding her which is so <laughs> not the trope my boyfriend thought yeah. but anyway so emma is very Noun to the world of reverse harem. Yes. I, on the other hand, not so much. Never read a why choose a reverse harem book ever. Which is why I feel like ever. this was a great like. Okay, but here's the thing. This was a great one to start because I have read some where I'm like, holy crap, this is too much. Like this is not cool. 
But this one, this was a great, I would honestly recommend this to anyone dabbling in reverse yeah. serum. If you're like slightly intrigued, but you're a little scared or you're not sure, I definitely feel like this was a solid one to start. Do you I, feel like that? Yeah, I think it's good because Tessa Bailey is like the queen of smut. Um, I mean, I would so, maybe argue with you on that, but she okay, is, but she's super good at smut. For me, she's my favorite author to read smut from. Yeah, but she does it in a way that everyone loves Tessa Bailey, yeah. how she writes. Very everyone true. loves her books. Very true. So, and she dabbled into this, so I feel like it brings a whole new audience to it. And I feel like it's a good intro book to reverse harem or why choose. I don't think it's the best introduction to Tessa Bailey as an author. Totally, but, totally agree. Yeah, but I think it's a good introduction to reverse harem if you are a Tessa Bailey fan or if you want to dabble into it. Yes. But if you never read Tessa Bailey, I suggest reading another book before you jump into this. For one. sure, for sure, because it's a lot. It's a lot at once. It is a lot. But I'm always, I'm always. <laughs> it's so funny because I love reverse Room so much. From the bus- book aspect of this podcast, let's talk about the second word: spirits. spirits. And I don't mean ghosts. <laughs> We're not haunted. <laughs> I mean alcohol. <laughs> anyway, so we. The premise of Books and Spirits is we want to pair every book that we read with what drink we feel is most appropriate, and we're going to try to either make that cocktail, buy the bottle of wine, beer, etc. Hopefully Um, never beer and never whiskey. Yeah, let's... Please no. We'll see. We'll see. I can't imagine, but... So, Hannah, why don't you... Because Hannah was the one who chose for this week, and we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Let's let's go for it. Okay, so... I picked a red wine. It's by Merritt Winery, which I think is just a New York thing. Totally I don't know because I got it at a craft show. So which I love. Which I think they so sell. Great I, for think, you. <laughs> I think they sell it like wine and spirits stores, okay. but like I got it there okay. because I was tasting, taste testing the okay. whole time. Um, so it's Merritt Winery. It's called Ecstasy, and it says sweet, sexy, so good it should be illegal. And it's a grape wine with natural pomegranate flavor added. So pomegranate, you know, sexy. Oh yeah, Merritt. Okay, Merritt Winery. Pause. Signed up. Forestville, New York. Shout out, I guess. Okay, so it's New York. Okay. But I'm sure you can get it anywhere in New York. Okay. So, as I said, it says so good it should be illegal. Which, I mean, so, that's like a very literal term. So, I used to watch Sister Wives. Oh my god, I love That's so funny. I love Reserve and I love Me Some Sister Wives. But for totally different reasons. But, um... I hope for different reasons. Um, so, isn't polygamy technically illegal? Yes, they do. There like, we go. Okay, but in the la- okay, so I, I wouldn't say wise. it's like so much illegal as in like the government doesn't recognize it as a valid form of a relationship. So, like, you yeah. can't get benefits if you're a polygamist. Like, you can't. Yes. Like, that's part of why sister wives fled Utah. Was because really, like the state government was like persecuting them, but that I mean that's so getting into something different. I follow someone on TikTok that's in a um, polygamy relationship. I forget it's like her Instagram. I don't know. Her TikTok handle is like to- Toby something. Okay, she's like a red with curly there's hair. There's also a difference between polygamy and polyamory. Oh, it's polyamory. Never mind. Never mind. Because like polyamory, excuse me, is tends like sister wives is polygamy because the wives are all dating one man. Okay. Like it's like one. Like, one person... It's, like, like, separate. Yeah, like, one person oh. is allowed to stray, really, if we're gonna... Yeah. Whatever. Whereas polyamory is, is they're all in relationships with one another, with outside people. Like... Oh, okay. Polyamory is a lot more interconnected, whereas, like, polygamy, there tends to be, like, one person. That makes total sense. I didn't yeah. realize. 
better. That's why. That's why she <laughs> chose ecstasy. And I just want to hear Tobias say ecstasy in like oh a British God. accent. Okay, that was an <laughs> awful British accent. <laughs> well, like, I can really speak English. Okay. So wait. Side note. Another side note. If I had chosen this, because I want to, I want to give my reasons. Okay. I feel like it's a solid reason. Okay. Okay. I would have chosen a Long Island iced tea. Because here's the thing, let me break it down for you. If you look at the ingredients for Long Island iced tea, you look at it and you're like, holy shit, this is going to be a lot, I'm not going to like it, it's going to taste like shit. You take a sip, and it's one of the best drinks you've ever tried in your life. And it gets you super fucked up and addicted after you finish it. You're not wrong. Same thing with the reverse harem. You'll look at the ingredients, you look at the plot line, and you're like, what the heck is this? This is not, this is too much. But then you get to the end of the book and you're like, yeah, that was great. <laughs> All right, so let's start this this review of okay. Emma. Do you want to clean glasses with me? Oh, sure. You got other plastic glasses? This one's not. Oh, I have a plastic glass. gave me a plastic glass. it's glasses. clear. All right. Clink. <laughs> oh, God. Do you like it? Emma hates red wine, by the way. I do. I hate red wine. But this is actually really good. I would definitely say this is more of like a pink. Yeah. Than like a red. Yeah, like in the bottle it looks more like a pinky. Yeah. More than red. Is it like a red? Like what's like the name? Does it have a name? Or is it literally called X? It's literally called X. Jesus. Okay. Well, but it's you know yummy. what? I went to another craft show this past weekend and they had it again. Did you buy it again? No, I didn't buy it again. Oh, you should. This is I good. Can, I can. I can. We next can, time you see it. I'll, next time I see it, I'll definitely buy it. Okay. So for the first half of our. Podcast. Not the first half. More like the first few minutes. We're just going to go through our general thoughts mm -hmm. on the book. Completely spoiler free. Mm -hmm. In case you guys haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, and then we'll give we'll give our star ratings. Mm -hmm. And then we'll move on to the spoiler mm -hmm. part of the novel. Yeah. Alright. So now we're going to do our spoiler free, which I just said. Yes. So Emma, do you want to take it away? Mm -hmm. So we have... Okay, I'm not totally sure how I would pronounce her last name, but it's Lise Brandeis, I'm going to say. Bra Brandeis. I honestly don't even read their last names. Neither do I. First, okay. <laughs> the only important part, her name is Elise. She is an aspiring journalist, but she's only currently a sandwich cart girl at the Gotham Times. So she sells sandwiches to journalists, but she wants to be a journalist herself. Yes. And when she is investigating a story, she gets stuck on a tram car yeah. with three men. Tobias, the ex-porn star, which Hannah says it's important that I say ex-porn star. It's important to his character development. He's <laughs> <laughs> an ex-porn star. Um, a rugby coach whose name is Banks. Love him. Love Mr. Duke of Hastings. Yes. She compares Bridgerton? him in the book to the Duke of Hastings. So if you've seen Bridgerton, you know what Verbatim, yeah, she says like, like the Duke from like, Bridgerton. The character Elise says that Banks reminds her of the Duke, so... You know who we're imagining, if you've ever seen Bridgerton. And amazing. then the third man is good old Gabe. Gabe. <laughs> Construction worker. Construction worker. Construction worker Gabe. Kind of stupid. I wouldn't say stupid, but they, okay. They so made like, him out to be They made him out to be, like, kind of, they made him out to be clueless about women. Maybe not okay. so stupid, but, Even like. Even about brother, which yeah, we'll get into we'll in the spoiler part. Okay. So yeah, so she gets stuck in a tram car with these three men. They were all strangers before this. They had never met. They were literally just on the same tram car. It broke down, and they got stuck for a little while, and they ended up having this super intense moment, and it leads to more, and dot, dot, dot. Then we'll get into it in the next little segment we have, mm -hmm. but it's a spoiler edition. Wait, it's... first we need to give our overall reading. Yes. Yes, we're doing that now. Oh, okay. All right. Hannah's got her cute-ass little... She's got her cute little book journal. 
Yeah. I do not have a book journal. I, I got it's all in my brain. I got it from Black Friday at Barnes & Noble because I spent... I'm Way a, too much money. I'm a member there, and I was picking up the river, the happenstance, and the guy was like, oh, since you're a Barnes & Noble member, and you spent $20, here, over $20, here's a free book, yeah. uh, book journal. Can we also talk about how awkward it is to go to a bookstore and try to buy a reverse harem book in public? Because, like, I'm all for embracing it. Like, I'm not ashamed. But it is awkward when you see a lady read the book description, and I'm like, please don't judge me. And it's, like, a middle-aged woman. I'm like, trust me. It's good. No, my story's better. Hannah's story's so, better. Emma and I went to Barnes & Noble together as, like, a little date. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have We're a book We're both straight, shop. by the way. We're not dating. No. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like we went on, like, a date. book date. Yeah. <laughs> So we went to Barnes Noble, and they didn't have the book in stock, so we had a lady order it for us, mm-hmm. and she said she'd call me when it's ready. Mm-hmm. Pass forward, like, what, like, three days? Yeah, not long. Yeah. I get a call, and it's this middle-aged lady, and they left a voice, they didn't leave a voicemail, so I called them back, and the, old, the middle-aged lady answers. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, like, I, I got a call from you guys, but no message, whatever. I knew it was Barnes Noble. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, let me see. And I'm like, yeah, like, I ordered two books, whatever, I had my name down. She goes, oh, what happens to you if Bailey? She goes, oh, I read this one. It was so good. And I'm sitting there, I'm at work, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, and let me tell you, Tessa Bailey, she reads some smut tea books. Yeah. So it's a little uncomfortable when you, like, find a random stranger, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've read that, too. And then it's kind of like an unspoken thing where you both read the same smut, but you're not going to mention. Like, we both uh, had experiences while reading this book. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a whole thing. Okay. So, uh... My star rating, mm-hmm. um, so I have the overall rating. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four out of five stars. Mm-hmm. I did, I loved it a lot. And then for the little sub thingies, I said the strength of the characters and like how the characters were, I gave it five out of five stars. Really? And then for the plot, I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. Out of five. Okay. Which we'll dive into later. Yeah. But that was my star rating. Okay. So my star rating, I would probably give it. Okay, so, like, like my overall rating, I'd probably agree, four out of five stars, yeah. but, like, since I am such a reverse harem fanatic, out of the reverse harems I've read, it might be, like, a three or three and a half. Okay. Just because of how much I love that, this specific trope of reverse harem. Um, but strength of characters, I honestly disagree with five out of five. Okay. I think they were, like, strong characters, but their character development needed a little work. So I would maybe give it, like, a four out of five. Okay, I vibe with that. Still strong, still strong. I enjoy the characters. They made me laugh out loud, which I always love. And then, uh, what else was it? The plot. Plot. It was a little predictable. <laughs> That's what Emma said. It was a little predictable. I'll give it, like, a three, maybe. Okay. Maybe two. All right. That but makes yeah. sense. For the book. Still a great book. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it so much. Okay. So that was ending our spoiler-free zone. <laughs> but you should definitely give the book a read. Oh, 100% would definitely recommend yeah. that you give it a read. If you like smart, yeah, and you like Tessa Bailey, or if you like Why Choose. Yeah. Because it's cute. It is it's cute. cute. Yeah, it's a nice, like, if you, like, most people who like Reverse Harem, a lot of Reverse Harem comes with, like, dark tropes, and, like, they're really heavy books, but this is a nice, light Reverse Harem, so. And it's not super long. No, 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 no. It's kind of short. Quick read, quick read. Quick read. All right, so like I said, if you haven't read the book, please pause here and give it a read. Go support Miss Tessa Bailey. Maybe she get yourself some. This one. Yeah, she did self-publish, which mm-hmm. go her. But maybe also get yourself some ecstasy wine to go with it. Please do. Also, I guess we should have put a forewarning. This book is not child-friendly. No, I don't think any Tessa Bailey book is. No, so yeah. if but I feel like we should put that warning out if there. If you're under the age of sixteen, 
Yeah, maybe maybe nineteen. <laughs> like this book, yeah. this book gets into it. Um, yeah. So as long as you're not afraid of that and you know that going into it and you're over 16. It was a great read. Oh my god, great read. Please give it a go. Yes, just be warned that Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get some graphic detail in there. You definitely will. Okay, so now let's get into the spoiler part, right? Okay. Okay, so first I want to talk about our favorite characters. Yes. And then our least favorite characters. Yes. Who is your favorite character? Overall, you can only pick one. Ugh, overall, I'm going Banks. Banks bang. is my guy. I feel like he was underrated, and he didn't get enough, like, character development. Yeah. And I feel like he was, like, like, okay, if you think about it, he was the one that set up the meeting with them at the bar after the tram car. Okay. Like, he was the one that was, like, listen, we're all attracted to this woman. Like, there's obviously no denying it. Like, let's make this work. Yeah. It's cars. I have, I, my house is outside of Busy Road, so if you hear any car horns, just ignore it. That's, that's, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Banks, he, like, was never, like, he was a person, like, if you look at his character, you might think, like, in the real world, like, he never would have ever considered, like, what is that, a polygamous relationship? Yeah. Reverse hair. He never would have considered a wide shoes type of life. No. But as soon as he met Elise, he just, like, instantly knew he would do whatever it took to, like, be with her and make sure that she was happy. And if that meant having two other men in the relationship, that's what it meant. He really didn't care. No. Well, in the beginning, they were all jealous. Yeah. But... Well, yeah. They definitely had some jealousy to work through. Yes. But I feel like Banks... And, like, Elise said all throughout the book that she just had this instant connection with Banks that it felt like, like, he was home and she didn't need... Like, they had, like, this unspoken language. Um, <clears throat> and I just feel like that's so special. And they they were on like they just kind of like yeah. knew that they yeah. yeah so that's why he was my favorite and I feel like he he was never afraid to say when he messed up and he was never afraid to tell anyone else in the relationship when they messed up which yeah. I feel like open communication's key especially in a sticky situation sometimes you know what I mean you're not wrong four people in a relationship isn't easy <laughs> no especially when some of them are a little you know jelly um, but my favorite character was Tobias. Export star, British. Just because you know he went through it when you know he got exploited by his like manager or whatever. Slash best friend, yeah. Slash best friend. So he was in therapy. He was working on himself. And Which we up. love an introspective king. Like yes, go to therapy in a, a British king. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for a British <laughs> accent. So it was like he, he. You could see him start break down the walls because you first meet him, you're like, oh, this guy's a douche, like whatever. But you yeah. see him go to therapy, and mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, okay. And they're, the therapist's like, oh, did you put on that front? He's like, yeah, I did. Like, he's aware of it. Yeah. But I like yeah. how he, he breaks was like, yeah, I was, I was a jerk. It's fine. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's not fine. Yeah. And, and he's like, okay, maybe it's not cool. Like. Yeah. And he finally breaks down. I mean, even with when Elise, like, betrayed them with the whole article. Which, um He obviously got upset. Yeah. And was like, this is just, like, the time before. Yeah. But he... Turned it around. What it took him an hour to realize. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Like, yeah. why would I not let her explain what's going on? True. Yada yada yada. I mean, she already had gone and kidnapped in the time. Yeah. That that all happened. But I think his. I, I didn't love the way that Tessa Bailey did that. We'll because I feel we'll okay. Get into that. Sorry. We'll get into We're that. in in about ten minutes. Okay. But um, I think that his if any character had character development, it would be Tobias. And maybe Gabe, but I, I was think... I would argue Gabe more so than Tobias, because I feel like Tobias was always aware that he was a jerk, he just had to actually choose to not be a jerk. But he got kind of, like, softy. Like, he wasn't super, super, like, hard, but he was, like, 
he got real softy and ended up actually like liking the presence of the other guys. True. True. Very true. Okay. So, who is your least favorite character? Mm. <laughs> and it has to be one of the main four. Okay, okay. I was yeah. Say. Okay, this is like kind of a hot take, but honestly, Elise. Oh my god, see? <laughs> I was like, so many times I just wanted to be like, girl. Get your head out of your butt. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, and she was, like, a liar. She was a liar. And, oh, I don't know. She's a, and she, like, ha- okay, I get the whole thing. It's, like, she has no drive. She can never finish anything. Like, that was her whole thing. But it was constantly mentioned in the book, which I get. So, that's trying to put a girl on. She's non-committal. That's, at least his personality trait was non-committal. Yeah, but non-committal. that's so not, a lot of people who have commi- commitment issues, it's not that type of commitment issue. Like, yeah. she... Was just like, oh, I just can't finish anything, so why would I get into a relationship? That is such a dumb reason, like... Yeah, but I think a whole part of Tessa's writing in this book is that each character, mm-hmm. their profession or whatever, fit their stereotype. Fair. So, at least... That, Sandwich girl girl? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, at least that non-committal, then she's like, well, yeah. can't hold on a job. Mm-hmm. Can't hold this. Can't do this. Yeah. T- Tobias with the porn, porn star. Like, yeah. it's a playboy, whatever, yeah. whatever. Banks is very stoic, like yeah, very like yeah. whatever. Rugby coach, I'm serious, blah blah blah. Yeah, Stone Cold, and then Gabe with this the construction worker, big like dude, yeah, no brains, nothing really going on. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not saying construction workers don't. Know and that. we love Gabe. Gabe's but, sweetie. Yeah, but, like it, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. At least it was just so non-committal. And and I'm sorry, but okay, realistically, and I get like stereotypes of like society or whatever. But if you had three. What Tessa Bailey described as three gorgeous men, like gorgeous drop dead. Okay, we can't swear, but can we get a little explicit? Sure. Panty soaking men. Like <laughs> you're like telling me, like come on your phone. That's not what I was you're but telling continue. me those three men literally show up on your doorstep. They literally show up on her doorstep, and they're like, "We want a relationship with you. We're not going to make you choose. We want to make, we want to give you pleasure, and we want to make you happy." You're telling me someone says no? You're and you can't, me you would say no? And you can't have guys in your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you don't want to be friends with your roommate. Yeah. Or know anything about them. Like, what? Like, what if she's a silly Girl, girl. you've got issues. I know. She, she I'm hit. sorry. I would be like, she's absolutely, yes. Let me take off my pants. <laughs> like, come on I feel like now. that would be a little apprehensive, too. But she legitimately, legitimately went out of her way to say no at every circumstance. Yes. Which I get, show up to her work. They did show up to her work at some point. Okay, but that level. was the only way that they knew how to get a hold of her. Like, it's not yeah. like she was ignoring them on like, all other fronts, so then they showed up at work. They only had her work. That was their only connection to her. The other thing is I love that when they showed up to the work, the first thing everyone thought was that she was having sex with all of them at the same time. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, is one your brother? Or, yeah. like, are, your, are these your friends? friends? They're all be like, oh, my God, you're fucking... Oh, you're having sex with all I feel like them. we just need to swear. <laughs> I feel like it's but, appropriate. But, um, the... Like, they just automatically thought... And I was like, come on. Like, even Karina or whoever the, the big writer was, Karina. she yeah. was like... Oh my god, you're totally having sex with all three yeah. of them. And I'm like, that would be the next. And then she proceeded to almost have sex with them in the kitchen, so. Unsanitary. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is her, like, this is mine and Hannah's outlook on these things. Hannah's like, eh, like, let's think about this. And I'm like, no, this is great. I'm like, so analytical. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, Elise is definitely my least favorite character. Yeah. The whole time I was reading. And I think it's just because Dessa Bailey, like, wanted her to have, like, this nice character arc, which I get, but she just made the men too lovable, almost, because I was like, I How love these guys. No? Yeah, and yeah. then she was like, no, no, Elise was like, no, 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 I don't think this is a good thing, and I'm like, girl, you are missing out! Like, <laughs> which she obviously ended up figuring out, but I was just like, I don't know. I, And I feel like she didn't really have to go through anything to get over that. Like, it was just, like, all no. of a sudden, she's she was like, like, okay. That's fine. Whereas, like, if you really do have commitment issues, I feel like there needs to be either, like, a change in your thought process or whatever. She didn't have that. No. It was just kind of, like, clicked. Yeah. Which, yeah. That that was a little part that I didn't like either. And the whole ending part. The epilogue or the ending? The ending. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, okay, so here's the thing. I know everyone has such mixed feelings on the miscommunication trope, whatever, and you could kind of argue that that's miscommunication. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I'm the, the biggest ending. hater of miscommunication. It's my least favorite trope. I almost couldn't finish People Will Meet on Vacation, because I hate the miscommunication trope. I don't mind a miscommunication trope. Okay, here's the thing. I have not been in a serious relationship in my life, so do I know anything about what it takes to maintain a serious relationship? No. So, I don't mind a slight miscommunication because in real life, miscommunications are going to happen. It's when it gets, like, blown out of proportion too much or swept under the rug too much. Like, you need to have that perfect middle ground where, like, the characters acknowledge it, talk about what they did wrong, what they're not going to do in the future. Yeah. And, like, talk through it. And, like, that's fine. But, like, for me, why I didn't like this miscommunication is because instead, so whole miscommunication thing happened. Tobias blew up. Elise per walked his out. character. Per his character. Per I mean, that was character. to be expected. Whatever. Yeah. He got he already got burned by someone once. Yeah. Um, so whatever. But she just like so she stormed out. And I mean there was more going on in the plot line, obviously. But then she just got kidnapped. Yeah. And then they were so happy to have her back that they never talked about the miscommunication. Oh, and it was yeah. just like they were all so like, hugged her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just hugged her, yeah. Man. Like a big group hug. Yeah, but they never discussed. Like I think Tobias might have said like one or two lines, but like that's not really. Like I think Elise said, "I'm sorry for writing it," and Tobias said, "I'm sorry for overreacting," and then that was that. And it's like, okay, she wrote a pretty nasty thing about all three of these men. Yeah, and even if her feelings had progressed over the time that they were together. She never, like, really owned up to it. Like, she never, she hid it from them. Like, I don't know. It just, it didn't seem like the right way to go. And I also think the guys didn't react how I would have imagined it. Because, yeah. okay, Tobias, I knew he was going to react that way because he was betrayed by his friend, manager, whatever. We were yeah. talking about that. But, like, Gabe was, like, head over heels for at least. I feel like if he... He's not that he's even stupid, but she made him stupid. Yeah. So I'm like, why would he be pissed off? He's like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, you don't know what's going on. Uh, but even Banks is so cool-headed. Yeah. Like, I mean, he seems very stoked, but he's not just going to react. Okay, but he's not a reaction. He got so angry with her about putting herself in danger when it came to this whole job in the first place. Yeah. So he does have the ability to be angry and to get angry. And you're telling me that she wrote, I don't even remember, what did she write about Banks? Mommy, oh, issues. mommy issues. You're yeah. telling me he's not going to react to that? I'm not I'm saying... sorry. Anyone picks on your biggest insecurity, they're going to react. Yeah, I think them all being in the room together 
definitely made the reaction worse. But I think that the amount that they reacted by and kind of just completely, like, shut her out. Like, it was like, dude, you guys have this... Like, it just... Oh, you didn't like how they, like, cut her out of the Yeah. Like, it was... I mean, I don't know. You praise, they wanted to be together, they all wanted to be together, and then they're just like, oh, like, we're done. Like, I can't believe you said this about me. And she tried to explain herself. She tried. Okay, so she tried to Tobias, but then once the other two guys got there, they were reading, like, she didn't even let them finish reading the article before she walked out. Yeah. So, like, she didn't even know what the other two men's reaction was going to be. She only knew what Tobias' reaction was going to be, which I feel like is not valid, because Banks and Gabe acted pretty maturely. I mean, I think it's not really the same reaction, but they acted maturely. Yeah. And she wasn't even there to see it. You know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. if anyone anyone in real life has ever over... Like, everyone's overreacted at some point in their life, right? Like, that's gonna be a thing. You're gonna happen. Sometimes you need other people to tell you, like, listen, like, calm down. Like, like, you're fine. Yeah. And that's exactly what Banks and Gabe did, and Tobias sat down and thought about it, and he was fine. So if Felice had just stayed, she would have been fine. And I get she was, like, trying to get the article taken down or whatever. But, again, you didn't even know what Banks or Gabe's reaction and was And she didn't be. tell him she was going to get the thing taken down. She was left yeah. out the window. When she Where knew her she safety. Leave? When she knew she was in danger. Well, she didn't know she was in danger. She knew she was in danger because they just sent oh. the text. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, you have to stay home. Yeah. Yes. She, she, at least, is just, you know, she's a rule breaker, but, like, not in the good way. Yeah, like, not she's in a like, good way. She's, she's, I love a good rule breaker, but not at least. She was not, not She was not a good rule breaker. No. And the miscommunication, yeah, I just hate miscommunication, just because I'm like, if you had an adult conversation, because they're all older. Yeah. But, you know, that's the whole point of miscommunication. Yeah. But I just, I can't, it's, I'm happy with only a small part of the book, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. It's all right, so moving on from miscommunication, let's talk about, <laughs> we've been a little negative. Yeah, just a little bit. Who doesn't love some complaining, though? But our star rating says that we loved it. We do love it. We do love it. So now let's talk about the schematics of the book, as in Tessa Bailey writing and her motif, not motif, her theme of writing. I am not going to lie. I've only read, I fully completed three other Tessa Bailey books, and I did not finish one of hers. Okay. You are so you are a bit more of a Tessa Bailey fanatic than I am. <sighs> but I guess yes. I mean I so it happened one summer is one of the other ones that's that I read. Amazing. That's Bailey. actually up on my shelf. Yeah. Love that book. Ton of time mm-hmm. recommend. Five stars for literally everything in that book. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything I would not change a single word in that book. Yeah. Um it's duet Hook Line and Sinker did not finish. Could not get through it. I love Fox, so I did finish. I was not a Fox fan. But Tessa Bailey as a whole. I think for her first reverse harem, she did a good job. Yeah. I think that Tessa Bailey's writing is, she said it, I listened to her interviews on other podcasts and stuff, and she always makes it, you know there's going to be happy ending. Yeah. You know they're going to be together. Yeah. But I think her writing style is what we've seen in It, it Happens in the Summer, what we've seen in It Happened in the Summer, but correlates to Hook, Line, Sinker, mm-hmm. and also the My Killer Vacation. Yeah. Is that she plays a character. Oh, I read my killer vacation. Yeah. Oh, so I've read five books by her. Yeah, she pulls in their soulmates. Like, they just have an instant connection. True. That's how it is in all her it's books. It's like an undeniable connection. It's, it's a yeah. Tessa Bailey thing where, you know, it's they have this attraction to each other or whatever. And I feel like in this book, she does it in such a good way to yeah. pull the characters together. For sure. Like, 
and that's my the thing that I think I like the reverse harem that she wrote so much is because it just worked. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and it never felt like awkward. Like the guys were on the same page from the get-go. Like as soon as they realized that they were that they all had felt the same thing on the tram, they like went to have a drink to talk about it and like work it out and be like, okay, like how do we want to proceed? Whatever. Yeah. Which is definitely good. Um but it's never awkward. No, it was it never awkward. awkward. No, even when they were, like, clumsily trying to figure stuff out, like, logistics or whatever, like, it was never, <laughs> like, I was never, like, because I have really bad secondhand embarrassment, there was never any, like, secondhand embarrassment where I literally had to, like, close the book and be like, oh, my God, I can't keep doing this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me, like, the book, like I said, I've read a lot of verse harem. This was one when I finished, like, I had a smile on my face, I had laughed out loud, and, like, I felt good about it. It wasn't, like, one of those ones where I was, like, oh my god that was amazing like I have to tell everyone I know about this but it was one that I was like oh my god that was so nice and that was so cute and it's always like a feel good it was like. it was a feel good <laughs> but um at least was feeling real good she was but yeah like it was a very it was put together very nicely mm-hmm. um and it was never awkward in any sense when you get the secondhand embarrassment mm-hmm. and I think it's just Tessa Bailey's beautiful writing. Yeah. Is, it can't seem awkward. Yeah. But back to the soulmate thing. And oh, yeah. Happenstance. The whole thing of it just kind of happens. You know? And she played such a good... She did it so well. Yeah. All right. So what was your favorite part in the book? Oof. Okay. It can be the smutty part or it can be just the part of the book. Okay. So I love the group sex. I'm not going to lie. <gasps> Especially because I feel like these women a lot of times haven't actually ever experienced it. And I'm not gonna lie, I've reread scenes before and to try to really think about the logistics and sometimes it doesn't match up, but I think the authors really try their best to make it make sense and make it like sexy and you know what I mean? Like, and I know it's not reverse term. It is not going to be for everyone. Not everyone's going to like it. People don't like the idea of group sex. That's fine. But like, I love those scenes. <laughs> I think, and I also think it's like since they do have such a great connection, I think it's a really great time for them to all come together yeah. for Elise, which is like the whole premise of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they put aside their own insecurities, their own jealousy, their own whatever issues they got going on for her and to make it all about her. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like there's something great about that. So that's, I mean, I love me some group smut, but non group smut favorite part was probably. The morning after, when Gabe, when they all heard Gabe's brother, yeah. and they like, ooh, no, I changed my mind. Okay, <laughs> so I do like that scene, but totally changing gears, the gala or the ball or whatever when they went to, and Tobias and Banks stood up for Gabe, and they like yeah. helped him escape. That was a beautiful moment. That was a beautiful. Okay, I totally should run. That is my favorite part because that was like the first time that they like that the men stuck up for each other. You know what I mean? Like Elise was always really good about sticking up for her men and like being there for them. But that was the first moment I feel like where they where the like two men truly like supported Gabe just for Gabe. Like it wasn't even really for Elise. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Gabe was struggling and they like created the diversion or the distraction or whatever. And I just feel like it was a really beautiful moment of them all working together. And then they, like, giggled in the elevator afterwards. Yeah! Which was so oh, cute! Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, that's, like, kind of really wholesome. It was. My favorite part was when it was at the rugby game. Okay. And it was the part when she ran into Banks' mother. Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole rugby part, besides the sex, 
But besides that part, I'm just talking about non-smut. Mm-hmm. Also, that was my favorite smut in the book. Was there smut at the rugby game? Well, it was when Tobias and Elise had sex alone. Oh. Not at the rugby game. After the rugby game. After the rugby game. Yeah, yeah. That was my whole favorite section of the book. But That was a great scene. Yes. It was. Because it was connecting. Because they, they didn't hate each other. But they, they had that. each other. Yeah. In a moss. In a sexy way. But, um, no, I loved that part. Yeah. Because it, I feel like the book, the really, the big issue the book really looked at was Gabe. I felt like. Yeah, I totally agree. They definitely focused on Gabe. Gabe's brother. Gabe's house like it was all gave you game and banks like you said banks Gabe's and, union rep yeah whatever yeah it was all about game banks didn't have much representation in this mm-hmm. book i agree but that rugby game where elise talked to his mother mm-hmm. without first knowing it, well she ended up figuring out it was yeah. but again mom. fate like she just ran into yeah. this woman staring and like Elise and, just had a feeling that yeah. like this was important yeah and that she got the mother of the game yeah and she told Banks, just leave it one more time. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. And that, and that, I feel like, is her and Banks' connection. But then you also see during that rugby game, rugby game her and Tobias come together, too. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part because even from the beginning, it was gave this, gave that. Very so true. it was very good to have a section in the book mm-hmm. where it focused on Banks yeah. and Tobias. Even though Banks wasn't really in the scenes. Mm-mm. But he really wasn't underrepresented. No, he really wasn't in many scenes. Dang. But that whole part with the mother, I feel like, was such a good part to yeah. his character development. I totally agree. And we find out that he realized what Elise did, and he didn't even mention it. Like, yeah. they had hung out afterwards, yeah. after he had realized, and he never said anything to her. But he was just so appreciative. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he never got the recognition no. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she realized she had this instant connection with him, and then she, like, kind of expected it to always be there. But she, yeah. like, so focused on Gabe, so focused on... Yeah. I don't know. There's so much focus on Gabe. Yeah. Gabe was definitely my least favorite. I totally I mean, agree. Elise was my least favorite. And it's funny because, like... my least favorite guy would be Gabe. Fair. But I feel like if this was just, like, um, a monogamous relationship book, where it was just Elise and Gabe, I would have loved Gabe. But I feel like in the reverse harem... Tobias and Banks deserved better a little bit. Yeah. Like, and character development-wise and, like, focus-wise. You know what I mean? even during their um, sexual scenes or personal scenes, um, she, it was, like... It was all about how Gabe finished so yes! fast. No, not that, but she would, like, per- like, it was about him. Like, yeah. It, like, yeah, like, like, I need Gabe right now. I need... need Gabe. I yeah. need Gabe. Where's I Gabe? Gabe finished. Like, whatever. Like, and it was, like, Banks is just, like, behind her, kissing her neck. Like, yeah! He, he, you know, and he, he did sticking it. I was gonna push. say, <laughs> but um, but like it was just all like I'm. Not, I guess Tessa Bailey just loved Gabe. I know, which I'm sure a lot of people do, but I yeah. just think Bates and Tobias needed more. Totally agree. I'm with you on that because the whole the whole reading is reverse harem supposed to be like, oh, you love them all equally, mm-hmm. but I feel like from like, the beginning, why choose? Yeah, because you, you can, love them all. Like I want it to be where she physically cannot choose because they each bring something else to the relationship. Which and she kind of talked about that because like yeah. Tobias was like the chaos and like the excitement of it all, and Banks was like the steady one, and she knew what she had in him. They'd always have it. Yeah, yeah. like that. Like they they had it from the start, and then Gabe like she felt like she had to protect him. But it felt like this protectiveness took over the entire relationship. It did. Where yeah. that's all she, like, she almost didn't give enough love to Banks and Tobias because Gabe needed it more. But that shouldn't have been, like, she needed to find a better balance, I feel. Yeah. 
But I don't think because when writers write, they turn into their like they don't yeah. turn into their characters, but they're like they dive into what, that world. This is what the character just did. Like it's just what happened. Yeah. And I think that's just how Elise was. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't think Tessa Bailey did it on purpose. No. I just think with Elise's character, that's just what ended up happening. Yeah. Which is good, but I think that scene with Banks and Tobias just True. was like amazing for me because you got the Tobias and Elise re. Reach a reconciled connection, mm-hmm. but you see Banks and Elise—they're they're helping each other with an issue for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely my favorite part. There are a lot of like really nice, cute moments within the book. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember when Tessa Bailey put the first TikTok out about writing it. I think you called me or texted me like. Yeah, I sent you the TikTok. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, she's gonna write the first hair. I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. I know that you like them. Yeah. And that's and that's how we got into it. I know. Um, but yeah. And the cover is cute. It is cute. I think she originally, because I listened to a lot of her interviews. Mm-hmm. I think she originally originally wanted like the shoes and like a pair of heels. Ooh. She did that. I like this. I'm not the hugest fan of the cover, but I think it's cute. This is not what I imagined the pink dress to look like. No. I don't know if this is how it's described in the book, is it? Yeah, it is. I thought it was low cut. Yeah, it is. That's not low Honey, cut. Honey, not as low cut as you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is low cut. No, I was <laughs> like, girl, how did you so barely even pop it out? Yeah. I feel like it's hard to write clothing. Yeah. I liked, I love a good dual POV too. Like, I love, yes. I love, love, love when I get. Who was your favorite point of view? Probably Tobias. Because I think he did put on such a front for so long that it was fun to, like, hear his inner workings. and like, It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. him with his therapist. Oh, my God. I was like, this is great. Like, I want that kind of relationship with my therapist. Like, what the heck? Yeah. He was like, yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I was a jerk. The therapist is like, so you're admitting that you're doing this. And he was like, yep, yep. And he's like, the therapist, I don't know if it was a girl or what. I can't remember because we read it. I think it, it was like, a woman. Ago. Should you have done this? I mean, no, but like, I, I did mean, it anyway. I did it anyway. <laughs> so, like, I think, yeah, yeah. Tobias is definitely my favorite point of view. I'm not gonna lie, whenever I just, I don't know why, I don't hate Gabe, but no. Because it, it's almost impossible to hate Gabe because yeah. he's like this big fluffy teddy bear. Like, but whenever his point of view came on, I just like, I was like, oh. yeah. I would literally go, oh. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not on a Gabe hate club. I like Gabe, but. But I, I just okay, think they I, too stupid. I do agree. But I did think it was so funny how he was like this dumb, clueless guy, but then he was the thief. Like he was still. That was so like, funny. Like that was so funny. Like I was cracking <laughs> up whenever he stole anything because yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, now what did you take? <laughs> that was so funny. I forgot about that. It even happens at the wedding. I'm yes, not the, the, at the wedding. The, 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 epilogue. Con- the com- con- connection ceremony? Commitment ceremony. Commitment ceremony. Whatever. That's like, I can't say it. Yeah. But, yeah, like, he just That was such a funny character trait. Yes. Because I'm, like, so it. random. Like. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's game. Whatever. Yeah. Um, because I totally would have thought that it was Tobias. He would, he, he would do that. Yeah. But it's just funny that it's game. And at least could you be mad at him. You know if it yes. was Banks or Tobias. Like, it actually would have been an be issue. So, oh, she'd be so pissed. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that it was Gabe, she's like, oh, you'd be mad at Gabe. Yeah. Brush it off. And even Tobias says that. He yeah. goes, Gabe oh, can get away with anything. That's what he said. Yeah. And yeah. So <laughs> now, 
Do you have any fan casts for this? Oh book? my god, I've never even thought about this. Yeah. Do you? Okay, well, okay. So here's the thing. She straight out compares Banks to the Duke. So I feel like yeah. we gotta give it to the Duke. Oh, because when I read it, I literally saw it. Oh. What's his name? Simon. Oh, Simon. oh, like his actual actor name? Yeah. Um, let me look that up. I have no idea. Um, He's gorgeous. I know that. Oh my god. Oh, I've seen- Reggie Jean Page. Oh god. Reggie? <laughs> I don't know. gorgeous. Isn't he like French or something? I... His name sounds very French. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Zim- that man is gorgeous. Zimbabwean British. Okay. So I'm not gonna lie. Tobias, for me, I'm getting like a British Theo James. Okay, yeah. I I feel that. But like Theo James with like a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, in my head. When he grows out his scruff. In my head, mm-hmm. Tobias has dark hair and dark beard. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, so I know he's kind of got lighter hair, but what about Tom Hardy? No. Really? Mm-hmm. No. No. I mean, he's, he's a little old. He's like... too, no, his features are too hard. And it can't be Henry Cavill. His features are too hard. Cavill. Cavill. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't features... like him. I don't really find him that attractive. No. Um. I'm just like... Okay, what's your cast for Gabe, though? I see, like, I know there's an actor in my head, but I cannot think of who they are at all. Oh my gosh, but I have one. Wait, you gotta give me a second. Keep talking. I see, like, I think it's an Irish actor, but he's bald with, like, not a long beard, but like a long ish beard and, like, real built. And I see the actor in my head, but I have, and I've ooh, tried looking ooh, up. And I what can't about see Jason it. Momoa? No. No? No, he is too big. No, I do not see Jason Momoa at all. Like, not at all. I think, okay, Dominic Purcell for Gabe. But with, like, a longer beard. I don't see a beard for Gabe. I'm pretty sure she says he has a beard. Does he? I thought Tobias had the beard. Maybe they, but didn't they say he was bald? Tobias was bald? No. That's what I mean. Yeah, but he can't be bald with no beard. Why not? Because I feel like that would, I mean, not if you're bald with no beard, you're not ugly if you guys do, if you guys are bald with no beard. But I feel like he had to have a beard. I'm looking up actors that are hot, that are bald (laughs) with a beard. (laughs) That's super funny. You know, they might find it. Hold on. I'm. Going through the book right now. He can kind of be like a Tom Hardy. Like, look. Look at this picture of Tom, Tom Hardy. Look. I feel like that could work. I feel like that could work, too. If you look at um, Tom Hardy, bald, shaved cut with a beard. That kind of looks like Gabe. But imagine him more clueless. Yeah, fair. But I legitimately see the actor in my head. But I, I just can't. Oh, like this. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. Do you know what an actor that one. looks like? How that? do we describe that? I don't know. But when we post this, we should have an Instagram page, and we will post our fan casts. Okay, so Tobias, the porn star, has dark blonde hair. Dark blonde? Yes. I thought he had dark, dark hair. Yes, she says that. 
Banks bears a striking resemblance to the Duke from season one of Berger Trend. Yeah. As in he's a perfect 10. Emphasis on perfect. Um. So I guess Theo James would work out. Okay, so when she's talking about Gabe, the third man, he stands up and up and up. He's so tall, the top of his shaped head almost brushes the ceiling of the okay. cable car. Yeah. The word Hercules whispers through my head. Okay, but it's not like Jason Momoa, like, I feel like. His muscle-bound presence, however, is softened by a face that once upon a time was definitely a baby face until he, do, until he did too much frowning, perhaps. But, like, look at this face. He was a baby once. Yeah, but who the heck is that? Is it's that not just... an actor. It's a picture. Oh, it's just a random guy? I can't think of an actor. But guys, don't worry. This will be posted on the Instagram. But like, so you know what we We need saying. to find someone who would play Hercules. Like, she says Hercules two, like two more times throughout this. Okay. So like, she really sees Hercules. I was thinking like a, that is not how I was picturing him. No. Yeah, I feel like her play Hercules is what I looked like. Oh, he does have a bearded chin. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't even know. The Rock, but with a beard. <laughs> no. I The Rock <laughs> I is can't. so like. Ah. I'm I, so not about that, but I'm not going to lie. What about Chris Hemsworth? No. Ooh, for Liam. Tobias? No. For Gabe. But think more Liam's Hemsworth, but built up. I like Chris Hemsworth but better. But Liam has more of the baby eyes. Fair, fair. But Chris Hemsworth's body. With Liam's head. Yeah, I could get behind that. But fault with beard. I'm really bad at fan casts because even, in, even if an author describes someone one way, as the book goes on, I totally forget about that original description. Unless it's like a really big part of their personality. Like a... Uh... Like, uh, what's the book? Um, The Cruel Prince. Have you read that? No, I haven't. He has a, he has a tail. Oh, and that's so, right. It's on my TV because BookTok has, and I've heard stop. so many things about the tail. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Or like Akatar with the wings. I always wonder if I can I haven't read Akatar yet. We'll read Akatar in here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. and then, yeah, I think the two, so we'll do Liam Hemsworth, his okay. face. Okay. On Chris Hemsworth's body, mm -hmm. but Liam's bald with a beard. Okay. And then Tobias, I think Theo James with yeah. with like this, like grubby. Yeah, yeah. Hot. Oh yeah. Okay. I love. Oh, you're like, Theo oh James. yeah. I'm just imagining the scenes that are fucking. <laughs> oh right my now. god, I love me so. Theo James. And then, yeah, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie for Reggie Page. Reggie, Reggie. Oh my god, wait, who for Elise? What does she even look like? She's um, is she Hispanic? Oh God, I don't know. I see her as a beautiful dark hair. She has dark hair. I know she has dark hair and tanned skin. Hmm. Okay. Maybe like I want to think. I feel like Elise is more like cutesy. Yeah. So like maybe like a Selena Gomez. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, you get behind a Selena Gomez. Because they say she's like, but she's gorgeous because, you know, Selena Gomez is gorgeous. Yeah, I want to get to like the first. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Like men's POV. I think because I'm pretty sure it's four. Banks. 
Banks chapter four. I'm pretty sure it's like Banks and he's like Yeah, Banks is the first one. Mm. I think I'm I have the first kiss. I'm at the first kiss. Cause like in my head, I pictured her as a blonde. Because I don't know why, but my sister's middle name's Elise, so I just thought of dirty blonde hair because my sister has dirty blonde hair. Mm-hmm. But when I, I saw she had dark hair and tan skin. What's her? How do you say her last name again? Let me see it. Hold on. Okay. But I see like a like a not Hispanic, but some distent of that. That's why I'm saying Selena Gomez. Maybe. That's who I see. What chapter are you on? I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. Yeah. I don't know. Selena Gomez or maybe like Victoria Justice. Maybe. I found it. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty sure she's walking away with her dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm like reading as they're staring after her after she walked away, but I'm I don't I'm not getting any physical description. Maybe you know her quirkiness reminds me of like Dakota Fanning. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Ooh, I do love a good Emma Watson. Dakota, no, too. I said no. I don't mean Dakota. Dakota Johnson. Oh, you don't like her? Just because she was what in Fifty Shades doesn't mean she has to be in every. No, I think it's. I don't know. I see it. It could be if Dakota Johnson was younger. Yeah. 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 I kind of like Dakota Fanning though. No. She's got the blonde hair though. Maybe she could dye it. If she. I like the face. The face makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think she does. Okay. Yeah, but her with dark hair just doesn't look good. I'm looking at pictures. She dyed her hair dark at one point? When she was younger, it does not, like, look good with her skin tone or her eye color. Oh, yikes. Yeah, so I say, like... Right, so Dakota Fanning's meant to be a blonde tree. She's not meant to be Elise. So you, if, say, you say a young Dakota Johnson? Or Selena Gomez. Or Selena Gomez. Yes, that's who I think. What about, like, an Emma Roberts? Because she's, like, that understated pretty. You know what I mean? Like... I think Emma Roberts is really pretty. I mean, so do I. Could be Emma Roberts. And Emma Roberts... Oh, what about Zoe Deschanel? Nah. No, not Zoe Deschanel. Oh, my God. Zoe Duitch? Duitch. Yeah. Duitch. I don't know how to say it. Duitch. From, um... Oh, what's she in? She's in so much. Set it up. Yeah. With the guy Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look... Yeah. Oh, she's so pretty. The, her. She, in the quirkiness of her character, it has to be her. Okay, we'll go her. We'll so, go Zoe Duitch. Zoe Duitch. <laughs> don't think it's how we say her name. <laughs> you don't want to say any of these people's names. Reggie, good old Reggie, the Duke for Banks. Yeah. Reggie, Theo James for Tobias. Yep. And then the Hemsworth, the, the combined Hemsworth brothers. With a beard. With a beard. And, then and a bald head. Zoe Gabe. Duitch. Yeah, I really Duitch. said that. Duitch. Release. Yeah, it's a good one. Zoe from Set It Up, if yeah. you've ever seen that movie. It's so a that's movie. good. It's a good movie. Okay, so overall, read this book. It's a great intro to Rose Harem. Yeah. It makes you feel good. It's a happily ever after. Yeah. It, great it smut, book. great banter. Really great smut. Mm-hmm. Really great banter. Yeah. Banter was high, high 
tea amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, actually, like, it takes a lot to make a book for me, like, actually laugh out loud. Like, I laugh in my head a lot, but to yeah. actually get me to laugh out loud, kudos to you, Tess Bailey. Book, yeah. So. If you guys haven't read it, please give it a read. Oh, it's so good. If you've never read Reverse Harem, I think this is a good start, because I've never read Reverse Harem. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Will I read Why Choose a Reverse Harem again? TBD. <laughs> but um, I, I gotta find a good one for her. But I gotta ease her into it. It was great, but yeah. I don't think it's my style. And that's fine. But it's not gonna be for everybody. Even if you don't like reverse harem or why choose, I would still give this book a go. It's a well written story. You love Tessa Bailey. If you end up not liking this book and this was the first Tessa Bailey book you've ever read, please give her another shot because. Just because you don't like Reverse Harem, and if that is the reason why you didn't like it, she has amazing other books out there. Amazing. My Color Vacation, amazing. That was really good. It Happened One Summer, amazing. Fix Her Up isn't one? Yeah, it's right there, yeah. Yeah, Love Fix Her Up. That's a great one. Like, there are so many, so. So, please get out the read. All right. Moving on. Do you want to announce what our, or should I announce what what our next book is? Yes, you can do it. Drum roll, please. Atlas Six. Woo! The author is Olivia Blake. I don't know. Olivia Blake. Olivia. Oh, Blake. It's right here. It's right behind the recording. Olivia. There's an I E at the end. Yeah. Olivia Blake and I read the first two chapters. I have not read anything, so I like it so far. Yeah. So it's kind of magical, right? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, be we, both, we both really enjoy fantasy, so that's something. Me and Hannah definitely have different styles of reading Yeah, that we enjoy, which is kind of going to be nice to see our two different perspectives, but we both enjoy good fantasy. I would say you enjoy it a little bit more than me. I love fantasy. Yeah, I, I need a break sometimes. Sometimes, having to get into, because a lot of times fantasy, it's not just one book. You're reading a whole series, you're learning about a whole world. Yeah. Sometimes that's exhausting for me. Sometimes I just want to read a little smut and a little romance and a little... Yeah. You know what I mean? So That's what I'm excited for this one. We, we both never read it. We both have never read it, and it's been a while since I've read a fantasy, so I'm ready. Is this technically fantasy? I have no idea. It's like magic, like dark. Dark magic? Dark academia. Okay, well, it's along the lines of fantasy where yeah. like you're gonna I'm gonna have to get into a whole new world. So and I'm ready for that right now. You know what and I mean? And her writing is very matured. Is what I've noticed just from reading the first chapter. Cool. So we'll see how this goes. The cover is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll yes. have to start thinking of a drink too. We'll, we'll It'll think. be my turn to choose next. Yes, will be. All right. So thank you guys for joining us for our first episode. I of, hope you enjoy. Yes, of books and spirits. Woo-hoo! Give us a five star review, please, and give us a listen wherever you're listening on. And tell your friends. Yes. Thank and read you. happenstance. Read happenstance by Tess Bailey. Thanks. Bye.